0: follow your true calling through Marquette's Pleasant Prairie MSN program. I used to be an exercise physiologist. I really loved working in healthcare, but nursing was a perfect way to advance my career and give more to the patients. Marquette's Pleasant Prairie MSN program leverages your non-nursing bachelor's degree, so you can earn an MSN in less than 21 months.
1: I would highly recommend Marquette University's direct entry MSN program.
0: To apply, search for Pleasant Prairie MSN.
1: Talk Radio.
2: On tonight's episode of Confession
1: Session, Bad Baby gives her opinion of Nicki Minaj, Nivia gives her powerful story on DEC. and what's your YouTube drama happening right now? What's good, y'all? This is your host, Angel Vondrina.
2: And I'm your host, Jeff Othello, and your list speaks one of the only Confession Session. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: what's going
1: on with you Jean? you held your breath for a long ass time you got some good uh, ass no, sleep,
2: I, was, huh? I, was, I was trying to keep going <laughs> i see you was trying to take that nigga out you was not trying to let your name be <laughs> in, so i had to let it go but not much uh, not much um I am happy I'm off for the next few days. I took some time off um, because school is just, you know, bonkers, and I really want to just re-go over because luckily uh, with the course I'm taking, a lot of the materials are online and even down to, like, the yeah. actual classes, the classes are being filmed and everything. So I just want to go just re-watch the material and re-go over everything and you know, not feel as behind on everything. So I'm off until Thursday, so I get to sleep and do homework. Lovely. And, sleep and do homework, and I'm so excited. You know, I get to pause on the job. I love my job. Um, but you know, as far as school schooling, you know, I, it, to me that's my focus right now. Extremely. So I really want to make sure I put the time, you know, and the effort into. Person what I want to do, and that is to learn, to code, and work and take. So, yeah, anyways. I, know that's I right. I, I straight overslept, slept, uh, and I woke up dramatic as fuck. <laughs> and I didn't even, like, I didn't even realize it was, like, the show. I just knew I was about to be late for something. I was like, oh, my God, I'm late for class. I'm late for class. <laughs> and Chris was like, you got class yeah, today? Man. And I thought about it. I was like, No. What time is it? And I was like, oh shit, the show about to start. And like, uh, I'm late for just, class. I'm late for class. <laughs> I was being so ugly. I was cracking up. I and thinking about it, like, why the fuck was I? Like, I'm late for class. That's, what you're that's how you and woke like, up. Yeah, that's that's that how that I woke up. Like that was, that was like the first statement out of my mouth. Like. I mean, you like, you got
1: class on a Sunday? You got class on a Sunday, right. really? <laughs> Something don't sound right. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, nothing much has been going on with me, y'all. My weekend has been, what do you call it, Um, absolutely fabulous. So my mom had all three of my kids this weekend, the whole damn weekend, okay? So let me tell you Friday night, I picked my son up from school. Me and the twins, we went to school, grabbed him, and I took him to my mom's house. So he got to her house around three something, four o'clock. And then me and my husband went, uh, did a little bit of shopping, and then we got back home um, later on that night. And then the next day, we went out again because the kids was gone. I slept in. Oh, it was so nice. I slept in. Then I got my eyebrows and my nails and stuff done because I'm starting. I'm going back to work tomorrow, y'all. uh-huh so not happy about this, but it's all good, Um and from there, um we literally shopped all day long, when I mean all day, or when I say all day, I mean literally all day, we was in a mall for like four hours, and we just, was just getting different things, like my son needed some stuff, Giovanni for school, she got some clothes and shoes and stuff, and then we got us some stuff, I got me some clothes and everything like that, and I was picking up these pants and stuff. I'm like, wow, like, I'm losing weight. I'm fitting these, like, jeans and shit I never even knew I could fit before. And, you know, it was real nice. So we just had a real good time. And overall, like, I'm ready to go back to work tomorrow. Even though, like, like you know how you're ready to go back to work, but you're not ready to go back? Like, yeah, so I'm in that state. But um, I'm really busy. I was texting Jen. Like, I'm busy right now because I'm literally cooking meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the week right now. So I got bacon and sausage in the oven cooking. Um, I got, um, um, some chicken breast in the oven as well to make, um, inside of a dish. I'm making, so I made rice, I made shrimp. I'm, uh, my husband's cooking burgers on a grill right now. So we're just making enough meals for all five days. I'm prepping the food. I'm going to make it all good to go. And therefore when we get home, because we both make, going to be making home later on, it's not like I'm going to be at the house all day. You know, no, I'm not going to want to go come home and then start cooking. You know what I'm saying? Like every single day, you know? So make meals for five days, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and keep it moving, you know? And that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. So, yeah, everything is smooth, though. So with that being said, Jen, we've been agreeing to get into them topics. But before we get into the topics, y'all, don't forget to check us out on LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, and, of course, this podcast and blog talk. Send us those confessions at confession number two us at gmail.com. And don't forget to tag us in the drama. Why don't you go ahead, Jen, and hit them with that confession question after the sparkle?
2: Confession question. Confession question. And I like this one. What's the best way to handle first impression disrespect? Again, what's the best way to handle first impression disrespect? That's a excellent question. Because I literally just hey. So let's get into those questions. <laughs> Me too. That's all right, y'all.
1: Sure. So, Jen, what I was stating was, you know, I just actually ran into a situation like that. So I feel like that would be a really good topic to to discuss. But, y'all, we're going into that first topic. And according to BET.com, Nivea, she shared her complicated story, and BET's finding Nivea. Jen, have you had an opportunity to watch this?
2: I did, I did. Yes, for
1: Okay. Okay, y'all. So following the premiere of BET's new original series finding with one of the R and B early two thousand treasuries, Nibia, the Georgia sunkstress became the talk of the internet town as fans welcomed her R and B homecoming with open arms. Nibia revealed her roller coaster of a career that begins with her industry breakdown and the record label Stopping Grounds, then ripple into her struggle. With juggling motherhood and in sta- a stable industry career, her tearful segment um, during the discussion of her career pitfalls and sacrifices amid, you know, single parenthood is a personal battle in which every mother can undoubtedly relate to. But in a new interview, Nivea, she gets more personal with her re- pretty much revealing uh, her cocaine addiction, and she pretty much stated that this nearly uh, crossed her, her entire world, which is her four children. During her conversation with the M M, I think it's M plus M plus M show, Nivea was uh, specific in just doing two drugs of choice that she stated started years ago. Um, I smoked weed here and there, she said. Never no needles, no crack. I've done coke, but no pills. That's it. She added that she didn't use Hollywood's popular party drugs socially because it wasn't something she felt she would do in public. Um, she said this was uh, a – drug that, you know, struck something in her that activated privacy. I had a different reaction than most people, she continued. I wanted to be along. It was a personal drug. When she did the drug, she wanted to do things like write and play Sudoku. She said the drug put her in her head, which is really strange. Um the drug use pretty much took off from there, she said. Despite coming from a family of addiction, where Nivea revealed that both of her parents struggled with crack addiction, she also found herself falling into the same battle. Fortunately, she was able to recover before hitting rock bottom. The struggle is real, she said. I was really caught up with the cocaine situation. It was pretty bad. I pulled myself up and out of it, though I knew that was something I was allowing to happen, which was dangerous and reckless. But I also knew I was going to come out of it somehow. Aside from the strength of her own willpower, Nivea was blessed with four children, um, saving graces that helped her, come from come from this dark addiction. London, Christian, Navy and Neil. I was about to give up my kids, which I think helped me, she said. Because without them I would have died. I can't live without all of them. I need them for air. Earlier in the conversation, Nivea said that she spoke with one of her baby fathers, the dream about the addiction. She doesn't shed much light on the conversation, but we are all happy to know that Nivea has remained healthy and positive on her road to recovery. You can listen to that full conversation titled Sex Surviving and uh, Swallowing, I believe it is, with Nivea. So, um, Jen, you said you had seen this. Um, how did it make you feel that she was coming out talking about this? Did you know that Nivea had this uh, addiction?
2: Um, no, I did not know that. Um, of course, I, have, I haven't I have heard anything recently about Nivea uh, besides her being, you know, um, the dreams ex-wife and Lil Wayne's uh baby mom um but no I, I didn't know that she battled with a picture at all actually I like Nibia's music especially when I was it. to the I just love that shit like that song used to go the fuck <laughs> off for me like um but yeah no it's it's really sad especially the fact that she said that they aren't you know that involved in, you know um her children's life, but she don't, at the same time, she don't, like, want to disrespect them. Like, you both two being, like, multi-millionaires, you know, that's, like, that, that really sucks, you know. And she has four children, and she's doing without that on, on her own. But you could, on her own, but you could definitely tell, I feel like even now that she still is, you know, using drugs, because um she got, like, that, um... Yeah, she did that drug face. That
1: yeah, like, which,
2: when, she was she talk, had, which, mm-hmm. when she was talking, she kept, like, clenching her teeth. And I was just like, oh, she's on something. <laughs> I've definitely seen this before, like you know. And I and I was like trying to watch like other interviews of her to like compare it, which is bad because I mean it's, it's not any of our business. But at the same time, it's just like sad to see. It. Man,
1: she's, she's definitely her it. out there for us to know, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But um, and she she didn't move the same way, so it was like evident that she was actually high in that interview. And the fact that she was just like, so mm-hmm. she is like to me, she does give like a, a larger than life persona. But I felt like in in finding Nivea, she was so emotional. You know what I'm saying? So it it was sad. It you know it was very tough to watch. Um, but it is interesting, you know. And and I would like to see her get herself together and to you know release really yeah. So what did you think? What
1: was your take? I thought, I thought, I definitely thought it was sad. I thought it was great that she was coming out and talking to everybody and letting them know her struggles and what she's trying, what, you know, what she did to move past the struggles. But like Jen mentioned, you can definitely tell that she was still, you know, on drugs or maybe had been doing drugs or, you know, um, because, you know, I feel like a lot of people they you know, you either have somebody in your family that did drugs or, you know, you know somebody close to you, you know, there may not be family that does drugs, and you kind of know, you know what I'm saying, like, what somebody look like when they're doing drugs. I mean, I know people that, you know, say they they off drugs, and they may be off drugs, but, you know, you may only be clean for, like, a month. All because you're clean for a month, you know, you still have that twitch, you still have that want for it. You're not 100% yourself, so... Maybe she, you know, feel like, dang, you know, I've been off this for a month or two or maybe even three, and I'm trying to get myself together. So she still may have that twitch, but it's still overall, it's sad, you know, and, and I feel like a lot of things like this happen to people in the industry. You get out there, you do what you're doing, and next thing you know, you know, you you run into this drug, and it's like, damn, like, you know, you start little, you know, then afterwards, then you move, you know, and start doing it more, and then, you know, that little, it's just like, like she said, doing weed, Um, well, I'm not saying like coke and weed is the same thing or whatever, I'm just saying like, you know, you do a little bit and then eventually it no longer gets you high and then you want more and more and next thing you know, you're a full-blown addict, you know, even if you do smoke weed, you know, you can be a weed head, you know, who feeds for weed, you know, I know personally because I used to smoke weed so much and it's like, oh, well, I don't smoke at all anymore, but And I used to smoke so much, it's like, oh, my God, like, I need, when I come home, the first thing I want to do is smoke some weed. You know what I'm saying? And it gets to the point where it's like you get angry, you get mad when it's not around. It's just like people who drink just like people who do other drugs. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's good that she's expressing herself but I just hope that she stay clean, especially for her kids. You know, she talk about how her world and everything like that, so um, I hope she stay clean for them. And I don't like the fact that she's just like, all I did was cocaine and weed. That's it. Like, okay, but that's still really bad. Like, you can't just be, that's all. That's how many drugs I did. Like, that's that's not good. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what you said <laughs> you know? People, like, uh... Like
2: I mean, it's all bad. Right, like pills, like,
1: okay?
2: All right. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> pills, pills. are bad, and, as we can see with the oh, or, you know, opioid, you know, epidemic. Um, that it is, you know, tearing this country apart. But all like,
1: of it is bad. Oh, like don't just so, be like, um, I did weed right, and cocaine. Oh That's God, all I, I, I do. At,
2: yeah you so ugly uh, because she was like that. Like, it was normal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every now and then, <laughs> I didn't want to go out and party. I did it by myself. Like,
1: everybody like, saying that sounds weird. But, okay. <laughs> that sounds a <whack>, Like, <laughs> but that shit wasn't socially for you. You was just in the house, like, with a Coke. Let me just, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me just sniff some of this in my nose for a little. Let me stop. Um, so. <laughs> So, yeah, but hopefully, like we all say, we hope that she's on the road to recovery and that she get everything together, and that's pretty much it. Jen, if you have nothing else to say about this, we're going to move on to the next topic.
2: Yes, we can go ahead and move on. All right, (laughs) y'all. All right, YouTube personalities. Uh, Lovely T and Tasha K are reportedly feuding after their deferring opinion on Cardi B's alleged ex-roommate, Star Star Marie, takes notice among the YouTube community. Uh, Recently, Star Marie came forward and interviewed with Tasha K about her supposed history with the rap superstar after making a list of serious allegations, and Lovely T believes everything Star is saying is not true. Lovely T's doubt is mostly due to Star not having any sort of photo proof the former um, stripper never, and that the former stripper never had any kind of pick with Cardi. And Tasha believes the opposite. She says how Cardi team reacted to Star uh, shows proof of their um, have having been a friendship between the two. A lovely see days later posted a video crying and saying she is not involved in beef on YouTube, and she doesn't want the backlash surrounding their opinions to ruin their friendship. Were you, do you know who Lovely T is or uh, Tasha K is unwind with Tasha K? Uh, Miss Angel Vandrina, do you so, know
1: who they are? So I don't. Are Are you done with uh, reading the topic, though? Yes, yeah, yes. Okay, so I don't know who they are, but I know this argument is petty as fuck. Like, well, first of all, why y'all arguing about another bitch, first of all? Like, about knowing her, about her friendship. Like, it really is not that big of a deal, I feel like, personally. And even if they are friends or whatever the case is, it's like, okay, if, if your friend says she knows somebody, go, okay, you'll, I don't think that's the truth. Like, bro, it's not even a big deal like that. But um, that sounds silly. Jen, so I don't know who they are, but just by listening to what you said, it sounds extremely childish. I hope they ain't no grown-ass women either.
2: <laughs> yeah, they are They are grown. Um, But you know oh what? God. I don't think it's them. You know, I think because they are very influential, they're very popular. Like they both garner like mm. at, at each every video I want to say they do is like at the least one thirty, but sometimes you'll see a video that got like one or two million views on it. You know what I'm saying? Like they are popular. Wow. And I remember, um, Lovely T. Actually, I was familiar with her. And like, um, she started. Like, before I started blogging, and I would come to her and always ask her for advice, and she was always, like, super nice. Cause I, she used to live in um, oh. Minneapolis. Yeah, she used to live in, like, okay. Minneapolis, and then she ended up moving to North Carolina. I don't know where she's at now. Um,
1: mm.
2: But, yeah, or, no, maybe she's in North Carolina. She moved to Minneapolis, one or the other. But we used to stay in contact, like, a lot, and, uh, like, she used to ask me for, like, advice on – because she was building a website um, originally and, like, how I got, like, advertising and stuff like that. So she was just super dope, super sweet, like, super humble. And I'm just so amazed to see, like, how much she has grown um, on YouTube and how big influential her following is. I remember, like, it was her and it was this girl named Miss Gia. And I used to always think, like, Miss Gia, she was just so dope, like, and she, the way she spoke and, you know, how, like, mesmerizing it, you know, how she formed everything and, like, for different topics. Like, they were up under, like, the same umbrella. But Miss Gia fell off. And I always think of, like, with somebody at Lovely T, um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. You know what I'm saying? It it was, Mm -hmm. like, I I remember Lovely T, she was dope, like, she was interesting, but it was, like, something about Miss Gia that I like more and I feel like a lot of people enjoy more. But Lovely T always, she was always informed. Like, she was always posting videos. Like, she was always responding to her fans and people following her. She's always, like, super sweet. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just felt like she just really had a good spirit. And, and it shows that, you know, the shit pays off. So she's been doing this forever. And to see, like, how much, like, her YouTube community has grown and has been crazy. And she actually, you know what I'm saying? Um,. She was, like, a, a, a mentor for Tasha Kay, and now they're, like, really good friends. You know, and Tasha Kay, I think they said she blew up, like, over, like, two, three years, like, which is, like, rare for somebody to grow that fast to the, to the, the point that she's doing. Um, as far as the situation, I, like I said, I don't think that it's them. I think it's just people around them are, like, getting each other's ears, and, and, and maybe they are some type of way about, like, how, you know – I'm I'm interviewing, maybe Tasha K feels like you, my friend, I'm interviewing this person and you releasing a video saying you don't believe the girl when you know I just interviewed her and I'm saying something totally different. So it it was just a lot of, like you said, um, pettiness. I do think that um, Tasha K, even though she does, to me, I feel like she does show receipts and like how she's explaining it. it is believable. But I do think that she talks about a lot of stuff that I, I'm not certain is true. You know, okay, um, mm, okay. You it's know, okay. not proven like, you know, her. Um, I'm trying to think what what was she recently talking about. Um, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just like a, like her topics to me are like always like under the realm of hearsay, you know, and it's not necessarily true, like, and she and, like, she does have her quote-unquote receipts, but I don't know if they're, like, believable, but I do hope these two can stay friends, you know, um, I do appreciate the both of them, I watch them both, like, all the time, like I said, I'm so proud of, um, how much love we has grown in, like, everything that she's doing. And, you know, the fact that, you know, that she was crying, saying, like, how much it hurts her, you know, I know how much of, like, that, a nice person she is. That really bothered me, you know. It was just, like, it, it really uh, was hard to see. So, yeah, that's it, though.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Well, like you said, Jim, let's hope that they can remain friends and, you know, move past this because this is truly, truly silly. Um All right, guys, you're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. According to HotNewHipHop.com, Bad Baby says Nicki Minaj is doing way too much. At first, she tried to avoid the question, but in the end, Big Boy from Big Boy's Neighborhood was far too pushy, and he kept on pushing her. So during a segment titled Fire or Poop, in which the host holds up a cardboard cutout of Nicki Minaj. It was a palm-sized portrait of her. He asked the guest, Bad Baby, um, to give an honest appraisal on Nicki Minaj, what she thought about her. And the team stated, I'm done with this game, but big boy persisted. Um, Eventually, she stated that Nicki Minaj was doing too much, but that came after um, Bad Baby was given the chance to tap out. Um, and she didn't want to tap out that conversation or the whole entire Nicki Minaj topic, so apparently she chose to, you know, she held up the poop sign. Um, Bad Baby admitted that she was raised a Nicki Minaj fan, but lately her her became way too much for her to bear. Baby referenced the infighting with Cardi B, the issue with Kylie, Travis, Baby Stormy, and the World product launch as reasons to dock her at some points. The question now is whether Nicki Minaj will deem it necessary to fire back. So, Jen, is catch me outside. I got a couple questions for you. It's catch me outside right now. Um, catch me outside right now. Do you think that Nicki Minaj will respond to catch me outside? Why do you think this clip blew up so quickly? Like, what do you think is going on with this? Um, I, I mean, she
2: may respond to her I, I don't think it would be in her best interest to respond to her because <laughs> exactly
1: like,
2: um uh, bad baby she's only like 15 so it's like you sitting here arguing with a little girl you know what I'm saying um is she right not on your level I do I do agree with her I, I do think that Nicki Minaj is doing too much um I, I do think her antics are a little extra but at the same time it's entertaining. You know, and I can see how bad Eddie feels a lot of these younger group of people. I don't, not the millennials, but the group of under, I forgot their, their new name, uh, feeling the same way. It's like, yeah, you know, at one point, Nicki Minaj's debut was the queen, but it's like you beef with people, a lot of people, different people that they talk with as well. So it's only a matter of time before you start losing different fans. So, You know, and and it could be some industry shit, too. Maybe she reached out or her team reached out and the Cuban rights declined and didn't want to work for her. I feel like that is a lot of times, like, the underlying issue. between You know, different groups of people, too. So, um, yeah, but it it was funny because I was watching Impressive um, on YouTube, and um, they were talking about, you know, Bad Baby and, and, like, how much she's grown and, you know, her going to work if she you know keeps putting in the work because the the girl she's been the little girl she's been going off it's crazy to think that she did come from that Dr. Phil and like you know her being like this full-blown rapper you know what I'm saying (laughs) with like right (laughs) and um him saying like if she you know stays out the way and you know puts in the work and you know not try to go the Iggy Azalea way like she's going to pop, but, yeah. I mean, what did you take from it? Do you agree with that, baby, at all?
1: Yes, I do, I definitely, especially because her points were valid, you know, with all the things that's going on with Nicki Minaj, how she's been behaving, with she, her answers, how she's been going about things. It's like, girl, please, like, you were popping. For so. And I'm saying she's not popping, but Nicki Minaj no, She was the queen for so long even as she got older, it's like, girl, who cares? Like, we still love to listen to what you were saying, but then doing this and doing that and talking about this and mad about that, and just all this other petty-ass shit. You know, she letting motherfuckers who are, you know, in the, in the same industry as her get under her skin, get make her upset, and it's like, she would've been better off not saying shit about it and keeping shit moving. People would've have respected her more. It would've had many memes like that, all the memes that came out about Lil Wayne shit that just came out, which is like, extra 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 dramatic because I'm not saying I'm not going to say anything about the Carter 5 but I'm just saying like you know please um you know he had a couple of songs on there. That I was like well okay but it was on a lot of singing um but anyways I'm just saying if she would have kept her mouth shut she would have had a lot of memes like that popping and all of this stuff but instead people are you know they're criticizing her and they're nitpicking with everything because of the way she's going about doing things so I feel like, you know, Bad Baby is right. So I have one more question for you, Jim. Why do you think this clip blew up the way it did?
2: Um, Because it is Bad Baby, and I do feel like she does have, like, a huge following, but that's ultimately it. And on top of it, you know, she is an up-and-coming rapper and, you know, up-and-coming female rapper, giving a negative opinion on another female rapper who's at the top of mm-hmm. her game, of course, you know, it's going to give a lot of shine. So, yeah.
1: Yes. I also agree with you on that, and I think this clip blew up because a lot of people, they expect, you know, people to be like, oh, no, like I don't, like she, like, she how she did originally. I, I'm done playing this game. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that she kept it honest when we all know what the real is, and she still kept it honest instead of eating ass. You know what I'm saying? I think that she did a really good job um, because she could have just been like, oh, no, Nikki's good. She fire. You know what I'm saying? But she kept it honest, and I think people were probably shocked by that. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's another reason why the clip, it, it blew up so much. So, anyways, you guys, we're going to go ahead and move okay. on to our last topic of the evening.
2: All right, y'all. All right, y'all. All right. Uh, last topic. Um, late <laughs> was recently on uh, Angel Yee's lip service podcast where he talked how hard it was dealing with the passing of Mac Miller. He admits he's not heavy involved in his daughter's life um, because of his traveling and, you know, trying to be a businessman and to um, want to set up some sort of, you know, financial paper trail for her in the future, Um, his Nigerian background and how it has prevented him from showing his emotions because of him not growing up being show love. He says he has a hard time dating, and that's what stuck out to me, especially women connected to the industry because of them being in contact with other men of influence and also having been cheated on twice. Um, He says even though he's mostly attracted to strippers and normal women, he overthinks. If me as a poppin' rapper comes here and tries to talk to you, how many other poppin' rappers have done the same thing, and how many have you dealt with because of that? What do you think about that? Do you think, like, he's being insecure and disgusting, or um, does he have some sort of dare by, you know, not wanting to date an industry woman or a woman who is somehow connected to the industry?
1: Okay, so if you look at Wale trust issues, you start seeing shit going all the way back past 2013. I think Wale, he needs to get over his trust issues, you know, if, and think about it. If you're only attracted to strippers, well, what the fuck? You know, you can't expect other people not to have talked to these strippers. Maybe you should try uh a different tactic, you know, maybe you should try – uh, dating somebody that's not in the industry, you know, maybe that that will get you that golden ticket. But instead, you're trying but that, to mess around with he women. Would
2: say. Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. I, I'm oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Maybe.
1: What were you going to say,
2: Jen? Go ahead. Say what the hell you got to say. Okay. <laughs> just say what the hell you got to say. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say I, I think that's what he was saying. Like he, the places that he goes. You know, like him going to, you know, the Gucci store or something that he knows, you know, in, in wherever he lives. I don't know if he lives in New York or DC or LA, or whatever, one of those major cities. He knows mm-hmm. that that same place is going to be frequented by other, you know, large figures in that city. So those people are coming in contact with, you know, other celebrities. And he was just like, if I'm if finally attract him and I want to talk to you and I'm this rapper. How many other rappers have came in here and thought about doing the same thing? Okay, but what does that have to do with him?
1: I think that's so stupid. That's stupid. Oh, if I like you, how many other people have liked you? Like, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand you got cheated on a couple times before in the past, but you can't be like, you can't think about the past. and You can't think about, he's consistently thinking about the past if I did this. I like you. How many other people have liked you? He seemed like he's a jealous type of person. He seems like the type of man yeah. that would hurt a woman, you know what I'm saying, based off the fact that if she does do something like the next woman that Wale probably get with, it's probably going to be a rap for her. So I hope that he chooses wisely because he definitely seems like he's the jealous type. And if, if women they did cheat on him, you know what I'm saying, that probably could have been the reason why, especially if this is the way he's acting. You know, if he's talking like this, just out in the open, you know what I'm saying, and don't have any issues with it, especially discussing his trust issues from past 2013. Like, this is going to be your same line and, and everything that you're doing. you talk talking about how you got these trust issues. Like, we all have trust issues. Everybody who's ever been in a real relationship know what it's like to have these trust issues. You're not 100%, you know what I'm saying. Everything is not going to go the way you think it's going to go. Everything is not going to be 100%. you're not, It's not going to always be ice cream and cake. You know, you're going to have to go through these battles. It's up to you to choose if you want to stay or if you want to leave. Now, obviously, if somebody's up there and they fucking somebody else, then, you know, you probably don't want to be with that person because it could happen again. But if it's a little here and a little there they're not physically cheating on you, eh, you know, you know just, just see what you can do to make that shit better. I mean, it's not always, like I said, ice cream and cake. But I think that Wale is just being dramatic right now. And he needs to, like, cut it out. You are rich. You can literally get anybody you want. And sometimes, you know, I was talking to somebody about this recently. Sometimes you need to stop going after them gorgeous ass, fine ass women. Sometimes it's better for you to go uh, and go and take after or go after those people who got that nice personality, who may not be that good looking. You know what I'm saying? But they're like, damn, their personality is what makes you happy. You know, and I know it's hard for a lot of people to do this, you know what I'm saying? But if he has these trust issues, maybe this is the route that he needs to go. Go with an ugly bitch. Give it to an ugly person. Therefore, don't nobody want them, and they don't want nobody else. How about that?
2: Yeah. I mean, they said that, too. But, I mean, like, the fact of the matter is ugly people get a lot of dick, too. You know, um, you may not have the same. Right. You may not have the same cream of the crop and you, you may not be able to snag athletes and stuff like that, but you, I'm sure you can get Joe Schmo off the street, you know what I'm saying, just by having <laughs> a vagina. So um, I I think it makes some of the difference, but not that much. Um, I do agree with you. I, I do think that, you know, ultimately it is on him. And if that's the kind of women that he wants to date, He's going to have to learn that, you know, to trust or it's not going to, you know, work out in his favor. Um,
1: Yeah, not at all. Yeah,
2: like, I I do, like, you know, because I, you know, I correlate it to, you know, like, where, what I do for a living. I'm not an industry person, but I do... I'm often around people in the industry, and I can yes, see how, absolutely. you know, if I was some super attractive, gorgeous girl, you know what I'm saying, like how people will be like, oh, wow, I wonder how many, you know, because I, I've seen it happen. I, I've seen, you know, these people want to talk to a normal person because they were not good looking, mm-hmm. you know, and how often it mm-hmm. happens. So I can see why. You know, you feel that type of way. And, you know, the whole thing of walking into a room with your peers and, you know, getting the cold shoulder because you are dating somebody that a lot of people have smashed. I think that's ultimately, like, Yeah, yeah, that's
1: horrible.
2: You know, but I think it just has to be honesty. Like, y'all have to put that on the table, you know, and initial, you know, part of the relationship. I don't feel like that's wrong. You know, me being this, you know, this um, influencer. I, I got to know. I'm around these people all the time. How many of them have you fucked? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't think that's an illegitimate question. I maybe
1: mean, not. I, I can see it being disrespectful. I understand that, John. I understand like, that. I, I,
2: I, I, I know, but I, I feel like that's maybe the way that he should have went about it compared to him just like yeah. overthinking. And I just can't date women in general exactly. because I don't trust none of them. And I feel like they are. Have a a rapper or two, especially women that I, that I'm around. You know, mm, so,
1: they probably
2: um, have. They probably have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, they they might have, but they also might have not. Like I, you know, I yeah. I am not. I just feel like. Know, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shane. No, I was gonna say like I I have seen you know women that I'm around. Um, you know, mess with somebody because they were in that environment, and it is this person. Mm-hmm. But I also have seen more, a lot more of women I was around being like, "No, ew, like I'm not interested." So, like, mm-hmm. how do you know just because they are around these people that they gonna go for it? Like, everybody's not a plus groupie, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. what were you gonna say then?
1: I just feel like while they shouldn't worry about a woman's past now, obviously. And you kind of know like women who are in the industry, like you know what I'm saying. You hear their name a lot. You know you can look them up. You know if this is somebody that you're interested in, do a quick little background check on them, see what they uh what their body counts seem like on 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 the air. You know what I'm saying, and, and make a decision based off that. All because you sitting up there and you talking to a woman don't mean you automatically have to date them right away you don't just meet a woman and be like damn i'm in love with you you know what i'm saying you get to know them you get to know their personality you take them out for a little bit then you see how they act if they trying to fuck you on the first night when well, uh hello they're gonna answer you know and you probably shouldn't fuck her either you know what I'm saying? But if you mm-hmm. going out on dates and, you know what I'm saying, you end up, you starting to like her a little bit, you do a little backy-back round check on her, and you try to see, you know what I'm saying, who all she possibly had messed with in the industry, you know what I'm saying, Then, and she is not much, and maybe a guy or maybe two, then, you know, okay, well, she seems like she's cool. You know, it's not going to be somebody who every time you turn around, nigga, you know, it's not going to be like an Amber Rose or like a Bernice Burgos, you know, even though I love her. You know, it's not yeah. just somebody who's been passed around. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, you know, I, I like I like what I'm seeing here. You know, so, and I don't understand why, like, who has he dated that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I got these trust issues I've been cheated on before. Like, what are you doing? I feel like he may be doing something wrong as far as his date goes. Maybe he falls in love too quick or some shit like that. But maybe he's not checking things out, because that sounds stupid as hell to me. Like, yeah, It's weird. But anyway, so I'm like, are they cheating on you with, like, other motherfuckers in the industry or these regular ass motherfuckers so that could be an issue too you know he needs to find out what's wrong within himself and start worrying about why these girls are doing this or doing that you know what I'm saying because it sounds crazy but anyway okay. so um, Jen we can go ahead and we can go uh, on to our confession question Other day alright alright Jen says y'all alright so we are going to go into this confession question of the day, and I just want to give you all a little, a little time. Frame. So you meeting somebody for the first time, I mean, you at a job or you go inside of a store, and the first thing they do is give you some type of disrespectful-ass impression. So what's the best way to handle first impression and disrespect? Now, Jim said this happened to him this weekend. So let's hear this story, y'all.
2: All right, y'all. So, um, I, actually, that's what I'm saying. It was so weird that we were having this conversation because literally, and I, you know, I have to stop doing that. You know, a lot of times, you know, I <laughs> like. I guess I sort of, like, blame my boyfriend for being, like, attractive. And um, it was just, like, a couple of people that he was around that, I clearly knew him but didn't know me. And they didn't acknowledge mm-hmm. him, but I'm sure, like, that acknowledged me, but they I'm sure, like, they had heard of me or seen me in past or some shit like that. And, you know, and to mm-hmm. me, it's just all it takes is, you know, just being like, hey, you know, how you doing? Nice to meet you and continue the conversation. Right. But it's, like, when, when it's, like, blatant, You know, like yesterday, this guy blatantly came to my boyfriend twice and grabbed him, like and sort of like caressed him. Because we we have went to we went to Pride Fest. Yeah, we we went to Pride Fest, and that's that's kind of like. And caressed
1: him? Oh hell no!
2: Yeah, like it was just like I like your shoes twice. Like you know what I'm saying, and like the first time Chris like ignored him. The time he's like, okay, I said thanks. Like you know what I'm saying, but Mm -hmm. it's just like clearly, it's like you see him here with a group of men, you know, and maybe he didn't think that we were together. But also, I just feel like people don't be caring, and that pisses me off. Like, and I, like, I got upset with my boyfriend about it. But I think about it, it's like, it's not his fault. Like, what can you ultimately do besides, you know, pay it or, you know what I'm saying, tell somebody to chill out and relax, you know. Um, Right. But I Mm -hmm. think, like, the, the best way to handle it is, you know, how I handled it before, you know, I got upset tell my boyfriend about it. Just kind of, you know, because I did. I didn't say anything while we were at the function. I waited until afterwards. Um, but just rising above, just ignoring it. Ultimately, you know, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with you. You know, those people are going to be those people. You know, disgusting, and um, don't let it like just affect your day. But it really, it, because it's just like, you know, anytime I walked away. You know, I come back like yes. I came back, and this guy was like, "Yeah, I, I saw you before." Blah blah blah, and I was like, "Babe, can you?" And he just, he looked at me and walked away. And I'm just like, "Ew!" Like, you "Wow." Be like yeah. Wow. As soon, yeah. as soon as you said "babe," he walked away. Yeah, he looked at me and like walked away. Wow, he was trying. He was trying to catch. He thought he
1: was going to catch. Shit, I don't think right. so. <laughs> I know that's right. Well, that's good. I think that is a a great way to handle it. Um, Sometimes that happens with me as well. Um, If the disrespect is too much, I'll snap on the bitch. I try not to. Um, But because I'm older now and I have kids and I have other things I need to think about. But yes, I will snap on the bitch. So, pretty much a couple things happened this weekend. When you told me this story, I thought of another thing. So the first thing I was originally going to tell you is that, like, I was in the shoe store because I uh, buy me a couple of shoes, and it wasn't disrespectful to me, but it was just, like, you know, first impressions, and I was like, what the hell? So this lady, she was ringing me up in my shoes, and it was a girl, and she came inside the mall with her um with a bunch of people for her quinceanera, and um she looked absolutely beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, and she had a bunch of people behind her, and, you know, my first thing was I was thinking, oh, my gosh, she looks beautiful. The first thing she said out of her mouth was, Are they really doing it here? Like that's ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just being extra negative and I'm looking like, bitch, what the fuck and so um her the other the other chicken, I think she was um Mexican or whatever like that. She was just like, That's a quinceañera. She was like, you know, that's normal. This is normal they do this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then she's just like, I know but she has to be, you know, like that in the mall and I was just thinking like, What a hating ass bitch, like, you know, I would definitely not want to be around you because you sit up there hating on this little ass girl. You know what I'm saying? But then <laughs> I left out and, like, oh, they was bad as hell. I told my husband, I said, oh, they ass shouldn't have been in this mall because they getting on my damn nerves. You know what I'm saying? They was just clowning. Little ass boy was up there, shut the fuck up, niggas. This and that, that, and that. I'm like, oh, they is just bad, little fat ass. And so, um, where, and so yeah, that's the at? first thing. Where'd you at? I was at Ridge. I was at South Ridge. I was at South Ridge oh, mall. No, that-
2: your ass mall. I don't understand why you and Sierra were trying to go to that fucking ghetto
1: ass mall. Like, ew. It's not more ghetto than Mayfair. But Mayfair is cute. What? Mayfair is not cute, Jen. It's not cute. Okay? Actually, ain't none of them damn malls cute, okay? My ass just wants to go there, go get a couple pairs of shoes, and get the hell out, okay? End up standing in that bitch for four hours. It was horrible. It was a mess. Okay. But it, it's usually nice. There's really not many people that be, you know, all up in there doing the most either. You know, if I go to Mayfair, you're going to see bitches hanging out, uh, having their titties hanging out, walking around with booty cheeks and shit showing right? Ain't nobody trying to see all that shit. So niggas with their shirts and shit open, showing chains, and like, boy, what are you doing? Why, why is this yeah, a fucking Mayfair is like video? is kind of like, like where
2: you go to be seen. Mayfair is like where you go to be seen. Exactly. I feel like Mayfair is probably yeah. like the classiest mall. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know, and be sure, I mean, because obviously, you know, that's that's when yeah, you're gonna run into anybody that we know we're gonna run into, right? Um, and that's kind of thing, I'm
1: not trying to run into nobody that I know because people I know typically won't speak to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you would run into a motherfucker and they won't be like, oh my god, hey, they'll just be like, look at you and then keep walking, you look at them, and it's awkward as fuck, and it's like, okay, bitch, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, right, yeah, but anyway, another weird. thing, and I don't know. I know they are weird, and they are really weird. It's like why won't you? Why don't you speak? Typically, I speak. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's like if I feel like you're gonna say something, like I might say. Something. I don't know. I'm weird. Like it's a few people who I probably won't speak to because they funny accent. Even now to this day, you know what I'm saying? But whatever it is. So um, we also have went to this um, my husband and I we went to this uh, we went to Rogers and Holmes. Collins, and we, um, and it was a chick, and she was handling us, you know, talking to us and everything like that, woo-woo-woo, and, like, she was ditzy as a bitch, and, like, she just started doing, like, random stuff. First of all, she was talking to my husband. She was like, I'm sorry I keep looking at you because you look so familiar, and I was just thinking, like, I, 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 honestly, I didn't think anything immediately until my husband was like, yeah, she was talking about she know me, and I was thinking, oh, no, you don't, because I felt like she was, like, I didn't feel like she was, like, staring at him or anything like that. I felt like she was talking to us equally, you know what I'm saying, but then... I feel like she was like starting to flirt and all of that shit, and I'm like, "What is this bitch doing? Are you trying to get this cell or not? Like, what the fuck is you doing? You know what I'm saying?" So that irritated me a little bit. Then she stood up and she was talking about how long her hair was. Why the hell? And she was, she was like, "My hair was this long," and like she like had her hand like in the middle of her ass, like her itty bitty, tiny, orange ass. Okay, she was probably like two pounds. Her her ring finger was uh, a three inch, uh, three. It was a size three. Okay, that's how itty bitty she was. Like, girl, if you don't sit down, and then she was talking about how she used to flirt with the guys and get them to buy her things with her hair. And her hair looked at gross, it was extra greasy. Okay, and I was, and then she was talking about how she got all these diamonds. Then she said that her ring cost $12,000. Like, girl, who are you trying to fool? Wow. Did y'all go
2: to a jewelry store? She was yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, she, was she was doing the
1: most. She was doing
2: the most.
1: She was on the most. She was on the most. She lucky she got this still, okay, bitch lucky. But uh, you know what I'm saying? She was irritating me a little bit. Like, only and I was talking about her. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) 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 No, I was gonna say I don't understand why how people do that. Like, you need to figure out like what's going on with with um, clearly, like, if they saw you were together, pay both of them some respect. Like, that's on me because I don't be, I'm not sure if a motherfucker know that I'm gay or not. So I make sure if I am with a heterosexual couple, you know, I'm nice to the woman, but I barely speak to the woman. I most now I speak to the man. If I'm with a gay couple, it's like I treat them both equally. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm very hands yeah. off. So I want y'all to know I do, I'm not trying it. I don't want no issues. Like yeah yeah, you know, yeah. get this check. That's it. Like you know what I'm saying. And I don't yeah. know how people feel like if you are clearly with, you know talking to somebody that is involved and then involve walks the person right next to them. Like why the fuck do you think it's okay to flirt? Like I don't I really don't get it. Right. Word. Like that's not gonna help you. Like she that's not she's gonna be the one that decides. You know what's what's gonna going to be the outcome ultimately, not him. Sorry,
1: you know. Mhm. Damn right. Damn right. All right, y'all. Well, Jen, do you have anything that you're confessing your love to this evening before we go ahead and knock this show out?
2: Yes. Um so, um a couple things. Um Snow Falls has ended, um I feel like I've talked about it on this show before, um it comes on FX. It follows like the the um, beginning of the crack the crack epidemic um, that changed the country in Los Angeles and how the government was involved. It's like loosely based on that, like the uh, Freeway Ricky Ross story. Just really good, like a really good show. The show ended, in, uh, like that season ended, in, it was like incredible. I'm so excited for next season. And then, night school, uh, me and, and uh, Christian went to go see it this weekend. It was hilarious. Uh, I hate that I was tired cause I fell asleep in, like, the first 20 minutes of it. But, you know, <laughs> I woke up because I started snoring. Like, you know, I sleep, it, like, oh, you yeah, start oh snoring. Just, just, like, like you snoring. And then, like, once I woke up, I was just like, oh, God, this shit is so fucking funny. It was, like, hilarious. Um and I'm just so happy for Kevin Hart. Like I think they said, like it's projected to, projected to do like 28 million, um, you know, in the first weekend. And I want to say, like this is like his film, so like he's like one of the um, one of the investors, like in the film. So you know, he's going to get a large tennis of that on top of you know being a talent for the film as well. So um, I think it's super dope. It's a good look for Tiffany Haddish. Abrisha Webb was in it. Um, Fat Joe. Um, it was just like a bunch of, you know, like uh, little cameos and, you know, pop ups of like different people. But I thought overall it had like a good concept. It was a cute little movie. Um, like I, I definitely feel like it was like a family PD 13 kind of movie. Um, you mm-hmm. know, definitely something I will watch again you know, add to the collection. Um, I can see that as being, like, one of those movies that, you know how, like, the movies you, you watched over and over again growing up? I definitely mm-hmm. feel like that yeah, mm-hmm. is going to be, like, one of those kind the of movies. Temptations. Just really, the Temptations. Yeah, it was just a really cute movie. Um, But, yeah. Are you confessing your love for anything, with David Andrina? So it's not, you
1: know, anything as amazing as Kevin Hart, you know, but I did have an opportunity to see the movie Tagged, and we didn't go to the movie theater to watch it. We did um, we did uh, watch it from our house, and it was actually really, really funny. It was a really good movie. So if you haven't, I forget uh, some of the people, I, and that's how you know. Like, I don't even know anybody in the movie, like, their names. Like, I don't know anybody. But it's, like, a, a few people that you guys have seen before in different movies, a lot of funny characters. Um, if you have an opportunity to watch it, it's really good. It's based off a true story of, uh, four friends, or actually more than four friends, when you've seen uh, the actual photo of them, that actually played tag um, for, like, you know, all their life, and it was just really, a really good movie, like, they'd pop up different places, like, they'd be, like, in work meetings, and, you know what I'm saying, like, they'd be playing, like, and you would just tag them, or whatever like that, or a person there would be, um, you know what I'm saying, I don't know, like in the mall, and then you just tag them. They break inside each other's houses and just different crazy stuff like that. And it was, like, based off a true story. And it was, like, uh, a way to keep all all of them together, you know what I'm saying, as they got older because they'd be moving into different states and stuff like that. So they'd just show up and just tag each other. Like, you're it. And it's only once a month. I mean, yeah, it's, it's during the month of May. They would go ahead and tag each other, so it was crazy. It was a really good movie, though, and it's really, really funny, very fucking funny. So if you have an opportunity to watch it, you want to laugh, get a drink in your hand, and watch some tag. It's so funny. Um, But other than that, I have have nothing else much to say. Y'all wish me luck, though. i start back work tomorrow, and I don't know how I feel about that, okay? But, yeah, that's uh, pretty much all. That's pretty much all, y'all. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to our show this evening. You all can expect to hear from us next Sunday, October 7th, at the same time, 6 30 Central, 7 30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in the drama, and click the link in the bio to hear from us. This is the whole thing with Andrina. And I'm your
2: host, General Bello, and you're listening to I want to be on Good night,
1: babe. Good
0: night, General Becoming a nurse is more than a career choice. It's a calling.
2: I want to be a nurse because I love working with people. I want to be there to help healthy mothers bring
0: healthy babies into the world. I want to be able to take care of people. I want to be with people in the best and the worst times of their lives. Turn your non-nursing bachelor's degree into a master's in nursing in less than 21 months. Let Marquette's Pleasant Prairie MSN help you change direction and change lives. To apply, search Pleasant Prairie MSN. Follow your true calling through Marquette's Pleasant Prairie MSN program. I used to be an exercise physiologist. I really loved working in healthcare, but nursing was a perfect way to advance my career and give more to the patients. Marquette's Pleasant Prairie MSN program leverages your non-nursing bachelor's degree, so you can earn an MSN in less than 21 months.
1: I would highly recommend Marquette University's direct entry MSN program.
0: To apply, search for Pleasant Prairie MSN.